Poodle is someone at the door at Southern Charm. Michael, it's time for my medicine. Come and listen to a podcast hosted by some queens. Talking about folks living way above their means. They all live in Charleston where the booze is always flowing. And we know too much about them all because of Andy Cohen. Bravo, that is Southern Charm. Sweet tea. Well, Cameron is the sweetest, and Austin is a tool. Shep can be a jerk, but Chelsea's really cool. Craig is playing lawyer, Eliza's playing games. There's a lot of other blonde girls. We forget their names. Madison, Heather Lynn, Skimbleshanks. It's Sweet Tea, the unauthorized Southern Charm podcast. Yo, there's construction near me. Oh, God. And the truck is vibrating at the note, be natural. <laughs> I've been sitting here for 10 minutes waiting for him like a mother with a child with sugar, just waiting for him to calm down. I could just hear it. And all I, all I hear is like the note B in my head, like Robert Schumann heard one some note that drove him crazy. Probably just jerked off the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all think- Sweet tea. This is sweet tea, this everybody. Is sweet tea. I'm sorry for taking that out on everybody. You know what? But that was actually more interesting than this episode. <laughs> God, this I was just a buildup. They did not need to make a two part finale. I kind of agree with you. This all, all of this could have been done in the first seven minutes of the show. There was actually really no drama. There was there were... ten minutes of John Pringle packing his kids' clothes. <laughs> Y'all, that was ridiculous. I I agree. Um, I think this show is a shadow of its former self. Honestly, that is an apt description. We we thought this season might be good. How hard they fought. Well, the trailer made it look good, but I guess we saw everything good in the trailer. The only person I really like now is Craig. I agree, and I don't love him that much. I do when he wears a tank top. Oh. Oh, he looked hot. She's not shaving her chest anymore. Arm game is good. Oh my oh. god, y'all! And I and I haven't been poked in a while, so a I, while I was having to. I was having real naughty thoughts about Craig. Great. Um, <laughs> didn't I read that Craig and, and Austin are starting their own podcast? Yes, now? called Pillows and Beer, because of course it is. Because. Um, I put on the Sissy Squad. Y'all join our Sissy Squad, our Facebook group. We have fun in there. Private group. Um. Uh. That we were talking about it there, and I said I'm not interested unless they read fan fiction of them, preferably written by me, and it's very explicit. Whoa! <laughs> Maybe we could ask them for an interview on our podcast to help promote their podcast. That's a great idea. Think they think they come on? I don't know. Will you email them? <laughs> <laughs> I'll Instagram them. Do we have to get Austin? Ugh. What do you think of... of and then, I, then I do my... Austin, you thought like this. You thought with your tongue very forward. <laughs> so, are you making a new beer? Or if you want, I can make some pillows that say Trop Hop on them. But it'll be in this cool letter. So that way it doesn't look so basic. You have me at pillows. Pillows. <laughs> well, I've been known to bite some pillows. Um... I don't think that we've shown them in the best light, so I doubt they would want to come on. I think Craig would really appreciate our homoerotic content. He would because I think he's he he has always been fawned over by gay men. I guarantee you, y'all. He loves it. You know, Craig, send him our podcast or just send him our memes on Reality (laughs) Gays Podcast at our Instagram of us doing scenes of him and Austin wanting to fuck. Don't send it to Austin because. I make him actually sound <laughs> pretty dumb. Like he can't speak. Yeah. Um, with his tongue and his mouth. But he does probably give good cunnilingus. Yeah. Even though he doesn't speak that way, his tongue really distracts me. All I do is stare at it when he speaks because it seems quite large. I know. Um, we should get up some brief announcements before we get through all this. Yeah. One, y'all. Um, this is a big one as far as so we're going to remind you again throughout because there's going to be this next episode finale and we're sure there's going to be a reunion but we're going to start we're starting to lay the groundwork that Ooh, if we're laying, laying groundwork. groundwork if and when there is another ep- uh, season of, se- of Southern season Charm eight. 
we will be moving that to our reality gaze feed podcast. So now sweet th- tea will be no so more. No, it'll be in a way on the reality gaze. So just so you know, if you're not subscribed to that feed and you're, we'll do a, a little thing next year yeah. or whenever it comes out to remind you, but we're not going to be dropping it on here anymore. It's going to go exclusively it's to there. mostly an agency thing. We're going to move it on to our agency where... Um, well, and we've changed the name, so it, yeah. it's more apropos for the reality, reality gaze to talk about uh, Southern Charms. Yes. So anyway, so that's going to be happening. We will remind you. Poodle, what else? Uh, y'all, for those of you who are on our Patreon or those who want to join, we are doing a new Netflix binge, and it is Bling Empire. Bling Empire. All about the fabulous Asian and Asian American youths who are- Of Beverly Hills. Of Beverly Hills, who are, who are, who are throwing money at everything. They do not talk like this. We just no. want to talk like <laughs> yes, rich British. I want to talk like is British this British people. or is this that American, I, weird American? Just some weird mid-Atlantic. Yeah. I just started talking like that. It's true. So, but um, no, it's, it's, it's supposed to be kind of crazy rich Asians meets Kardashians. Yes. Um, and we're going to be doing, so that's going to go on the Patreon, but for each, not for each episode, but many episodes, we're kind of lining up interviews with uh, Asian and Asian. Asian American podcasters. Yeah, we thought it'd be a good opportunity for us to like uh, give some like light to share each other's podcasts, which and we also love doing that. Conversations that we and, don't normally get to have, and to not be two white gay men just talking about uh, yeah. culture we know nothing about. Exactly. I mean, I've slept with some Asian men, but that's about it. <laughs> don't think that's a good reference. That's not a good reference. Uh, so you know, <laughs> that's why we're not qualified. No. As, so anyway, that's dropping on. That's coming out on Netflix on Friday the fifteenth. Our episodes will be following accordingly. And then anything else, Poodle? Uh, no, the, I was just going to say the first two episodes of Bling Empire will be on our free feed on the so reality. You can listen to that. Feed. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I think that's it. There was something else, and we always forget because we never fucking write it down. But let's move on. I just don't, know don't remember. What it was. Don't remember. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Oh well. Who cares? Oh well. Who cares? So what? Who cares? So what? Who cares? The last that word was, was rosebud. That was six <laughs> minutes of announcements. You don't need to tally it every no, time. That's maybe the shortest we've ever. It done. was pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's good. It's good, right? Um, it's good, right? So this episode is called the Treehouse of Cards. <laughs> don't understand that yet. It's because there are tree houses in this house that Pringle. The, from Pringle's friends that they it's let him rent from them. Not even a real treehouse. It's just a, a platform on stilts. <laughs> Agreed. I've they seen had, a treehouse. They had treehouses in that episode where they had a girls' trip. Yeah, those were treehouses. When tree Cameron houses. was still on the show and yes. Chelsea was on the show, and we still liked the show. Yes, that was a treehouse. Joseph Hahn had a treehouse behind his house in my neighborhood. We were the only reasons we were friends in elementary school, and I asked my dad to build a treehouse, and he told me he didn't have time. <laughs> and he was right. And the cat's in the cradle and, and the, the silver spoon. spoon. Little, Little boy looking the man in the moon. <laughs> when you coming home, Dad? I don't know when, but we'll get together then, son. I got a, plumbing, a lot of plumbing to do, so I can't build your treehouse, fag. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty that, much. That's how that went. Wow. My father actually built us a treehouse, and it was terrible because he's not a good builder. <laughs> oh, my yeah. dad built other stuff. He built me a batting cage. He built me a Bruno mobile whenever I was a mascot. How, how often built- do you use that batting cage? I, you know, a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot. Whenever I would, um, uh, when I would do batting and pitching for a while. Yeah, but also. Um, what was it? There was a music did he tell video. You, you can't actually throw your. You can't actually bat with your wrists. He did tell me that. Um, <laughs> no, but I was actually pretty good at baseball. Honestly, um, I just was bored by it. But there was a video or a music video where someone was in a net, and so it was great. I would always like go hang on the net and like and sing this music video and like do net so choreography. You, so so you I got found, my use. You found a way to be theatrical yep. instead. Good, good for you. Yep. Did you actually play baseball? I played t-ball. I never played baseball. No, I played fast pitch. I was a pitcher for a bit. Really? Yeah, I just didn't. I was just bored by it. I'm just trying to picture you actually pitching because you definitely don't pitch now. I don't pitch now, <laughs> but um, definitely more of a catcher these days. They hit me a lot because I could only pitch one thing—a strike. <laughs> so I was—I mean, I was in sixth grade. Yeah. 
So I'll never forget. I was on there pitching. They just get, like three people hit a home run, and I just walked over to the dugout and I told my dad, "Daddy, take me out." <laughs> God, that got sad. <laughs> and he did. And that's the day. Daddy, take me home. That, that's the way his dreams uh, crumbled that's the day for you. The music died. <laughs> Our father's dreams for us. Yeah, I did. I, I mean, yes. They really. My my father will tell you now. He's like, I just, I just want you to be happy, and I want you to. I'm, I'm so glad you're following your dreams and doing that. But you know, a father of gay children, there has to be a moment where your dreams just kind of crumble. And I do, and I yeah. do kind of understand that. <laughs> I do. What did your father want you to be? He never wanted me, and I don't. I think he he wanted me to love things like hunting, and I said no. I can't do it. I can't shoot an animal. Oh, you're too sensitive. Yeah, I way, way too, too empathetic. Way yeah. to to do that. Yeah. Um, and I I was just never good at. Uh, Which I'm surprised because you guys every time we do a podcast and it's at Poodle's house. It looks like fucking Bambi too in the walls. <laughs> in my all parents' over. house, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his parent when he's home visiting <laughs> his family, it's freaky. Yeah, uh, I did do a tour around. Uh, someone got a cameo of me doing a tour of my mother's house and the decor. It's quite questionable. Um. Anyway, but yeah. So so y'all give a little empathy for uh, especially parents. Uh, fathers of gay kids who they have to learn and they and they read in to what their what their same kids are. Same for a lot are. of mothers with lesbian daughters. I think exactly. they think it's they're the similar, yeah, we, yeah. It's a weird same sex thing. Yeah. Anyway, so okay, let's jump into the kids go loco. Kids go loco. Um. So this is all after the boat fiasco. Um. And the, the shut the fuck up chorus. Shut the, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, so um, uh, it's interesting. Last week was so good, and we had such a good time on that episode. And this week just <laughs> well, y'all, we open with Craig in the shower, and I'm totally into it. I'm gonna have to. I didn't delete this episode because I'm gonna have to watch it later with my alone time. I was excited about this episode until you said that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can say what you want to about Craig, but he is nice to look at. He is. He's very pretty. Yeah. Again, really. Smooth asshole. <laughs> my he's, asshole. Let, he's letting his chest hair grow. But his I like asshole. It. His asshole's quite asshole, smooth. It's just hairless. It's like primed and hairless. It's like a <laughs> skinny. It's like a skinny, hairless cat. You know, <laughs> it'll bite you if you don't pet it nicely. So, um, basically, there's the, the first thing is. You know, sorry, that's my life every day. <laughs> so Shep, we kind of uh, zoom in on Shep, and Taylor calls him and said, "Do you have Craig?" And I'm thinking, I forget it's the dog. Same. And she's like, "No, he's at Three Dogs, which I'm sure is a groomer or some type of animal uh, babysitting service." And she's like, "I thought someone had taken him." And so Shep says... My, and this was the most dramatic thing in the show. Shep says, my trainer gave me a Cialis because it, it, it promotes blood flow. Is that healthy? I want to I point out two things. His trainer gave him a prescription drug. <laughs> Not good. And he talked about it on the show. Not great. Uh, or does this really... With 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 muscular flow or like with working out, does Cialis really help? It's just an a, a, an erection drug, right? Uh, apparently, just, it does other things. I don't know. I don't know either. But I was just kind of like, so, so your trainer just gave you a Cialis, and you're you're talking about going to fuck your girlfriend yep. now. Mm-hmm. It was a weird thing to have on it television. Was a weird thing to have on television. <laughs> it was very odd. Yeah, you know, apparently, like a lot of guys. Do that. They like share penis pills, I guess. I'm sure they do, but to put it on television. I mean, y'all, we're bottoms, so we're not using ours. <laughs> it can flop around. It can stay. Who cares? I still have to get hard. The, like they notice. <laughs> they just tell you, roll over on your stomach. <laughs> okay. Whatever you want me to do, sir. I don't. I'm just trying to figure out who. Try you, to keep talking. Who. 
who you have talking. sex with okay. that is not interested in your penis mm-hmm. at all. Just put a pillow under your hips and shut up, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. For me, I have to get off and they have to pay attention to my penis. That's it. Great. They can't just treat me like uh, a hole. You're like, like a you. Ma- you're like a Madison. You have to have all the attention. <laughs> Like when you're just like, use my hole. <laughs> just pretend I'm not here. Pretend I'm not here. Anyway, so y'all, I-, I can't do it. You can if you want. If you want, you can leave the room. I can't talk for more than 30 seconds about John Pringle packing his kids up. Uh, for, there's not so. a lot. Basically, the boys are leaving the next day. He's like, I'm going to be a mess. The it's kids be real are on sad. iPads. Uh, and he's trying to get them to talk about how lucky they feel. Y'all, John Pringle, they barely recognize you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're they're kind of happy. Also, these kids are kind of bratty and are always back-talking you because maybe you should have some fucking discipline in your you house. Sh- or, and you should be glad they pay attention to you at all. Just right. Ha- like his sister said, just hang out with your kids. And guess what? When they're 20, they'll love you again. Right. Yeah. He, I think he wants the 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 idea of fatherhood that he sees in like sitcoms or something. I guess I, I don't know. I don't get it. So he he's basically there's nothing. He's like he also says, you know, I'd never want anyone to have to make the decision I've made. And I'm trying to think what was that decision to divorce his wife? No, that he left the other coast to come here. Yeah, how brave. What a brave choice. Well. But people do that. They do. Well. No, people do that with kids. They you know, do. They ship kids back and forth. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I just, he's acting like that's just normal. I think that's less or and less. Not, I think that was more of a parent trap thing. Back in the day, parents would move on coast and stuff. But I feel like now parents really make an effort to live where their child is. It is a better thing. I'm wondering, I think he did it just for the show, though. Maybe, yeah. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. Let's be honest. Uh, so then we have Madison. Uh, Madison just shows up. Knock, knock, I'm here. To Austin's house and doesn't even, just walks in. And she's like, so, yeah, I guess you think you live here. She's like, hey, Austin. And she's walking in. And she says, I feel bad. Why are you here? <laughs> I feel bad about my party because, you know. I have regrets. I acted like a bitch. I was a bitch. But that's what Madison always does. Is Madison shows her ass when someone challenges her. She acts like a complete teenager. She freaks out on them. And then later she always says, I'm so sorry. Y'all. That's called abuse. Being in a relationship with someone like this will drive you fucking crazy. I do have empathy for Austin on this. Even though he's like... He's a fucking loser. Let's be honest. He's like a walking chestnut, but I still feel have empathy for him. Then she says, he says, do you want me to date other people? She said immediately, no. He you go, <laughs> then I go, Um, but I really cannot do it alone. <laughs> Y'all, that song's about codependency, and that's what this is. With it's, Austin, co- it's, it's codependency. codependency. Shit. So basically, she's saying, I don't want you to date other girls. Yeah, but you don't I don't want to date you because I kind of what I call what call what I I love you, hate you. I love this, hate you because I hate you the majority of time. Um, but then I also love you more than I ever loved anybody else. So I'm gonna gaslight the motherfucking hell out of you. That's a shitty thing to say to someone. It is. It is. You're basically telling you, I think mainly you're a piece of shit. But I just like, I just like. If this was, I just miss that tongue when you go down on me. It's so fat. If, I mean, it's like being licked by a St. <laughs> Bernard, Austin. If this was reversed and this was a man telling her oh, the same thing, people would be irate. This is, I, I've, I've got to say. Livid. Yeah. And, and so, ugh, it's it's not good. It's not, it's not good. good at all. It's codependent. And so. And he says, you know, you love control. And that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, I just, I think this woman in relationships 
needs either she has to kind of quote unquote grow up and figure out that she that her kind of needs to be the center of attention and to be the apple of his eye aren't as important or she needs someone that challenges her so much that they will kind of vie in their own personal I think that's probably scary for her yeah because she worries if somebody is interesting and has a lot going on in her life they won't make she won't be the priority and they'll forget about her yeah, I, I think she needs to do a lot of work on herself. I Ugh. think, because I do think Madison has, I actually think, Madison does evil shit sometimes. I don't think she's an evil person. I think she's a good person with a good heart, but I think she's got, she, I think she's no, one of those she's people that's like, you fight through things and you push through things and you just yeah. get through it. And she's never probably really stopped to yeah. process, to grieve, to figure this out of how does this affect how I behave and how I treat other people? She's ruthlessly self-involved and to that level. That's often a problem with, and y'all come at me because maybe some of you won't like this, but I'm just going to say this. When you're beautiful, you don't have to stop and take stock it's of yourself totally true. like that. When you And she's gorgeous. And she's, she's gorgeous. Doesn't have to wear makeup she doesn't want to. Uh she was wearing very little on this. I was struck by God, she's so she's so Her beautiful. Her body is banging. Yeah. Um even ne- I'm like, dang, I'd hit that. You don't need to develop empathy. Yeah. It's just not required. It's not required. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I agree with you. I, I don't wouldn't think hit she's, that. I'm not bisexual. I don't think she's, you, you've never, you could wouldn't never. Wouldn't know how to. <laughs> <laughs> She'd um, take off all her clothes and I'd say, oh my God. What is your oh makeup? Oh my God. Give me some eyeshadow. Um, <laughs> but don't you think, uh, the, the, the biggest problem is just, she, it's really hard for her to see anything past what she wants. And that I don't think she can even think about what the other person wants. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. And I, you said before I don't think she's a bad person. No, I just think she's a good mom. She's a great mom, actually. I, I ugh. in relationships, I she, just don't think she gets it. She's weird. She has this bit of uh, where she even says, like, if you ask me for adv- advice in relationships, my advice would be don't do anything I tell you to do. And I think that she kind of just keeps going thinking she'll get... A lot of people just... Y'all, you know, if, if you keep making a mistake or things, relationships don't keep going well, well, maybe instead of getting in another relationship and seeing if it works that time... Take some time for yourself get and in figure, a out, figure your shit with out. Yourself. Amen. Date yourself. Love yourself. Hate yourself. Do all. Tittle yourself. Fiddle yourself. Do it all. I date myself every day. She does. <laughs> It usually, I, usually involves my hand, but... I date myself with my hand. <laughs> I, I date myself with a can. <laughs> um, so in hallways, in ballways, <laughs> in alleys, in fallies. In rallies. In rallies. <laughs> I date myself often. Uh, so, Danny, you guys... In the sun, <laughs> I will come. In the dark... I will come. That doesn't rhyme, but... <laughs> we need to stop whatever you're stop. on. Uh, so Danny then call is calling Shep, and Shep and Pringle want to do uh, a party. Then they go to a break room, and I didn't know these things existed. Can I just, you tell me about what a break room is? Uh, it's exactly the way it sounds. It's a place where you can go to just fuck shit up. How and, did you know about these things? Because you know about nothing pop culture related. No, I've seen them a lot on reality shows. Okay. And also, it's a very much like a lot of shows. I don't think... Maybe they've done it on Queer Eye. I haven't watched all the seasons. But they do it on therapist shows. Yeah. Of like, you need to go somewhere and like get this out. How do we do this? What's a safe space to do that? So you like break TVs. You break vacuum you cleaners. You break TVs. And if you're doing something therapeutic, then sometimes maybe you have a a word or a mantra or you're placing, let's say if you want to beat the shit out of your father, that television is your father and you, you write words on it even and you can beat it up. It's just a way to, it's a very healthy thing to do because again, 
in our culture, we do not support anger by any means. Right. Well, we say men can be angry, but not... That's the only acceptable emotion. But we say they can be angry, but we also don't really give healthy outlets for men to process anger. No, that but that's different. Because yeah. you can be angry at an object, but you can't be angry... Or you could be angry at another person, and the result of that anger of another to another person is to fight them. Yes, but y'all... But there's ang- no... Because anger is great. And it's a motivator, but it's like um, mo- anger is a motivator because it's also being it. Uh, when it motivates you, it often covers up something else. Oh yeah, anger sadness, is anger is, shame. Almost, anger is a mask emotion. Yes. So doing this, these kind of exercises can help, kind of like get you to release the anger. You know what it is? It's like. Um, when we've talked about this podcast so much and y'all have asked and I've sent it to you, but in that burnout podcast with Brene Brown, when they talk about different feelings have to go through a cycle, yeah, anger has a cycle. And if you don't release that anger, it is stored in you and it explodes. Yep. So this is a very healthy way to release Y'all, that. speaking of Brene Brown, uh, I believe it came out on Tuesday of this week. You have to listen to the What's the, the, the newest one? The Who's newest that one. No, it's just her. She's calling it what she needs to talk oh, about. Oh, yes. She's like of the moment or something. It's it's her, her what's on her mind. Yes. So she's talking about dehumanization and the capital yeah. coup slash insurrection and everything that happened. It's she's a short, like, like 30 minute episode. Yeah, she's basically saying this is why the previous administration... Uh, and this is why we're feeling the way we are because we have stopped seeing people who have different ideas than us as human beings. Yeah. And she talks about it very, very uh, frankly. Yeah. And it's fantastic. So if you're if you're wondering how this all happened um, and you want more of a of a, a Anthropo- psych- psych- psychological idea and, mm-hmm. and kind of something that comes from research, listen to her latest episode. On dehumanization. It's That's fantastic. True. And if you need to feel good after that, <laughs> listen to her episode with Dolly Parton. I just listened to that because I was behind. That was oh, wonderful. It's yeah. an older episode. But it was great. Really. But actually, like, I love Dolly Parton a lot. I adore her. I feel like every time I hear Dolly Parton, she kind of says the same sound bites. Yeah. Oh, it, she got her to say great. different things? It was, it was, it, it, I learned a bit of, it was like the Dolly Parton podcast. Good. I learned different things. Um, so you guys, of course, we're going to have some Catherine, which still, I still don't understand why they're inviting her places. No one really likes spending time with her. Well, because it's contractual. I just want to say this. She's talking on her, she's looking on her iPad. Is her iPad just a huge picture of her? (laughs) It is. And also, don't you think that she's dressed like some type of businesswoman from the 80s with a pocket square uh who's been on a three-day bender? She's got like a pink sport coat and a green pocket uh-huh. square. Her hair is out of control. That I didn't notice her hair because, again, her makeup. Whoever this highlighter is that she's using, she needs it's to so buy. It's so awful. It's this weird highlight. It looks like, you know what it looks like? It looks like she highlighted and contoured her face, but then she didn't blend it. It's just like sitting on top of her cheeks. It's a problem. It's a problem. I'm annoyed every time I have to talk about her. The fact that she I, I hasn't you, been canceled. I want you to stop and think about what you just said. If you ever thought on season two that you would say that. No, I didn't. I, I, I'm just so tired that the fact that Bravo is making us talk about her. It's just yeah. with as much as she's done. She calls her friend Jackie, and basically Catherine's saying- And we don't even know who Jackie is. I don't know is. who the fuck Jackie is. This is one of the problems with this episode, you guys. People are just saying stuff on phones, and we don't even know who they fucking are. No, and Catherine says she feels misunderstood, and she said, I feel like all my friends are seeing me as someone I'm not. Yeah, because you haven't even- you Number one, you haven't talked to them, and you haven't really explained yourself. You have you said I'm sorry. She said, I apologize to the person I offended, and that's all that matters. And I, th- I think what she's saying that she tweeted the person that she tweeted an apology to that person, and maybe she apologized to her. But that, to me, that is very much a white privilege stance of not— Yeah. I don't mean that in a shameful way. I mean just acknowledging what it is of knowing, of you thinking that when you say something publicly that is racist to someone— it only hurts that one person. You have to go the extra mile. You have to go. Racism affects 
We're Everyone. all dealing with racism. Yeah. So in different ways, clearly we're dealing with racism much different than black people or Asian people or like, but you still, like I would, I would need to, like Leva is, I would need to know where Catherine stood as someone who is in in love with someone who is black. Oh, even if I wasn't dating somebody black, I would be like, ooh, you need to explain yourself to me because that's not okay. I she's mean, she's done none of that. What? And she's rampantly unapologetic about it uh, for everybody else. Doll, yeah. Because anyone else who had said something like that would gone through a period of of just complete uh, uh, self-examination. Yeah. And that's just not her. She's not going to do that. Again, I think Catherine, it's, and I don't, this is an excuse. I think Catherine, y'all, y'all have to remember, Catherine is an addict. She is. If Catherine goes through self-introspection in a not safe space, Catherine it's the uses, death of herself. And it's, yep. it, it's, it, it feels like she is probably dying. No, I can't. She needs I, to do I, that. I get very, that. Because Catherine has had trauma, whatever that is. I don't mean that as babying her with kid gloves because. And you're not defending her. It's, you're just. Again, trying it's like to, Renee says hurt people hurt people. Yeah. And so that's what she's doing. But um, I agree with you. I'm done with her. Enough. And, and the fact that we're still including her, mostly because she's kind of a guy's girl. Yeah. Um, and she can kind of, quote unquote, hang with the boys. And so the boys are going to be fine with it. All the women in the show have long uh, abandoned her. True. Because, y'all, we know that. Women- Why does it smell like smoke? Someone's cooking meat. I don't know. I, I have the windows closed. Do, 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 do. Someone's <laughs> cooking meat. Should um, I let I me cooked, in? I cooked chicken earlier. Well, I smell something. <laughs> you know what? You need to settle. And you need to simmer. Okay. I waited 15 goddamn minutes for you to <laughs> calm down because of the... No, not that pitch. It's a little bit lower. Um <laughs> My, I think my biggest problem here is the fact that we're we're just we just have to sit here and eat three square square meals of Catherine, and yeah. I'm just I'm fucking over it. Anyway, y'all, she's like, it's not about winning the argument. I'm hurt. Like I am, I'm big, big time, time sad. sad. How sad for you. Um. So let's move on to Craig and Natalie, who are reenacting the Notebook it's or Big our, Fish or something. It's our Notebook moment. This is where and they. And you guys, filmed. we have we have yet to see any type of close up or time with Natalie besides some type of she's been on the screen. I don't. Yes. I don't know if she's not wanted to do that. I don't know. Craig says he is starting to fall for her. I'm really into We haven't said that. I love you yet, though. We haven't said I love you. I wrote her now, and I said. Do you want to film a smooth asshole? Check yes <laughs> or no. Check yes or no. Bom, 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 Is that on the Maddie's Honkin' oh, Talkin' no. mix? Y'all y'all have really came. You, you are the worst. Y'all have really came for the Maddie's Honkin' Talkin' mix on Spotify. I appreciate it. Be sure to check it out. <laughs> Links are available. I think you're saying it wrong. You have, you, you've had it as Honky Talking Mix. Yeah. Instead of honkin' tonkin' mix, which you keep calling it. Oh, it's honky-tonkin'. That's how you say it. <laughs> That's how you say it. But, yes. But you created it. Why should you not know how to name yes it? Yes or no, George Strait. <laughs> Add to playlist. <sighs> Maddie's honkin' tonkin' mix. It's there. Honky. Honky-tonkin', yeah. What can you spilled? Pick, can you pick up the thing? Oh, yeah, I can do that. You just knocked it off. Okay. So, y'all, Craig and Craig and Nelly are in a boat, and they see a gator on the side, and they're like, and Craig's like, that's fucking crazy. It freaked me out. Now, I will say, I promise you, a gator cannot do anything to you when you're in a boat. Have you been in a boat and seen a gator? Uh, I have, but the the gator is not going to approach a boat. It's just not possible. Are you a gator expert? No, but I 
I mean, I don't want to disseminate information. I, I'm and then a week later, some guy sues us because his wife died on a boat because of a gator. I'm saying the last thing an alligator wants to do is to bother you on a boat that's bigger than the gator. They are more afraid of you than you are of them. I think that could be true, but the views expressed by Poodle are not the views um, or reality If you're swimming and you look like a big fish, they're going to bite the fuck out of you. They're going to bite the fuck out of you. But you're in a boat. Craig, you need to calm down. It's fine. It's a gator. It's fine. So they pull off of the boat and they go and have wine and cheese. And we're going to have a picnic. And Craig's like... Is this silly or is this cool? <laughs> it's my favorite moment of the show. That's silly. Him doing is him doing a cool? picnic. And so they have a picnic and they- I love Iberico ham. <laughs> <laughs> so she's gonna move out and move into her own place. And she thinks that's good. And Craig's like, are we going to be just a, a quarantine relationship? And she kind of laughs and says, maybe. I love charcuterie. I love eating cheese and but, ham with you. Yeah, with you. But he says he loves that she supports all the weird stuff that he does, unlike other people. Unlike unlike fucking uh, Naomi, I will say they were really bad for one another. They were great to watch. Yeah. Uh, and really bad. I wrote, my teeth hurt during this scene because it's so sweet and Craig can't stop smiling. It's really May- sweet. He's maybe, very handsome and happy. Maybe he's happy with her. Um, he just he'd do so much better with guys. Oh, but yeah, but they yeah. would really fuck him over quickly. They would. They yeah. would. Um. So, uh, he says, "Are you gonna have my pillows in your place?" That's <laughs> the last thing he says. And we don't know. It's left up. So then, you guys, Leva is doing private shopping with Danny, which is the which you know I get it, Leva. Who who does talk a lot about privilege? You know what's privileged? Private shopping. It is. It is. It's true. I, you know what? I've got. I've just got to say, she. We we had high hopes for her, especially with the last episode. She has not come through. No, she's tried to run every episode and scene she's in. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with Ugh. that. Yeah, we had high hopes. I still like her as a person. I think probably we'd have a, I, at least I feel like I would have a good time hanging out with her, especially if she went to the market and left me alone with her husband. <laughs> but, um, I, but don't you feel like, but ev- I don't know if she's great reality TV. Everything, uh, she comes off as trying too hard. Every scene she's in. I think, I think it's because she's not, it, I don't believe that she really cares enough to have a problem no! with Catherine because She's not fucking friends with Catherine. She's, and she's not friends with any of these people. She's not friends. I think she was friends with Danny. And mm, I think barely. she... Barely. And I actually think she was... Uh, I think she was friends with Madison, I believe. Uh, I don't know. But I, she really... You know who she was really friends with? Cameron. Yeah. That's who her friend was. And no, Cameron, Cam was her friend. Yeah, exactly. But that's the thing. I just don't think she necessarily fits in with the rest of this cast. More than Vanita, well, Vanita standing there. Vanita is a fucking token. She it's is so sad. It's again, the only person she knows is Madison. Yeah, and so that makes no I sense. I feel so sorry every time Vanita is there because, like, Vanita is being asked to 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 respond to as the black woman. She's like, "Wait, what do I have to say about this? It's, what what do I need to say here?" It's true. Yeah, it's very true. So then Leva tells Dan because they're shopping. But then we don't see what they buy, whatever. And Leva tells Danny, she's like, now look, remember Jackie looks to the camera. Who we've never met. We've never met her. <laughs> um, Jackie called me and she says, Catherine feels like Danny is convincing Madison and um, somebody else. To hate her. To hate her. And Danny's like, that's what she thinks all the time. And then cut to confessional of Danny with crazy eyes. I've done so many insane things for her. That remark is like a fuck you. I think Danny's getting one of the worst edits of the season. She looks unhinged. Oh, she seems they, unhinged. Yeah, and she seems super codependent. She doesn't look healthy. She's already had that shit with the eye. Uh, it's it's a shame that she's going to all this for Catherine. 
it is not a good edit because I think Danny is one of the most emotionally stable and kind of mentally strong people on the show, and she's not being portrayed as such. I don't think that's been the case the last two seasons. Yeah. Especially this season. Yeah, I think last season kind of broke her a little bit. I agree. Yeah. So she's just really... I think when she when she had to become a full-fledged cast member, I think it broke her. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. So then... Your friend Gentry's hot, though. Still follow oh, him on Instagram. So hot. God, so build me a house. Austin... Whoa. That meant let me suck your dick. I get it. I get okay, it. Okay, just... So cost... Oh, Costin. Austin calls Alexandra his best girlfriend. I am shocked Again. that Austin has female friends. Oh, no, I'm not. Um... Also, someone we haven't seen in like three seasons. <laughs> That's true. So he calls her, and basically she basically get, lays a line for him. And she's like, "You need to stick up for yourself. You stick up for yourself. I think it's time to leave the Madison train." She does say it's a blessing when people show you their true colors, and I agree. That's she true. has done everything but like tattooed on his forehead. I don't want to be with you it's because you're, I'm never going to be with you, even though I love you. Because this kind of codependent shit that she's wanting is good for her and not for him. It's true. Yeah. Speaking of a tattoo, y'all, we've heard. What? We've heard. We've seen. Or at least I have. Have you seen Mariah's new tattoo? Oh, yeah. We've talked about it. Yeah. yeah. And so people aren't loving it. Yeah. That's it's a okay. black heart, and it looks a little bit like which is what we said we hoped it was. I wish it was wrist. an actual black heart and not like the words black heart. I agree. Would have been much better. Anyway, she's having a big makeup and hair kind of. Oh, it's so good. It's. I thought we. I thought I heard sirens. Um, it's so much better. Oh, there he is. Shoot. Don't yeah, pull over, they're y'all. They're coming. They're coming. <laughs> oh, the well spark Wagon is a coming down the thing. Coming down the thing. Something special. <laughs> or I carrying a, someone to the hospital. I had a lisp, and I was a redheaded child. Well, kind of a redheaded child. Why didn't they cast I'm sorry. me in the music man? You weren't redheaded. Don't pull over. You weren't redheaded until... 15 years ago. No, I was Until born, you poured it on I, your no, head. I was born a redhead. <laughs> My daddy will tell you, born a redhead. And then what and happened? I, then I lost all the hair and it came back dirty blonde. Yeah. That still doesn't make you a redhead. <laughs> it, no, they called me red in the summer when it got lighter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Isn't it? I'm boy. What the having, box says natural. Ha- having to hold on to an identity must be exhausting. <laughs> You know, you're right. Maybe I'll let go of that after I turn forty. <laughs> now you'll you'll keep you'll keep putting them putting them chemicals on it. So you you don't need to hang on to youth for your identity. Not at all. You can say that you you're aging. I am forty years old. <laughs> <laughs> I just never talk about how actually old I am because I never feel it. My mother told me, Mother Poodle uh, recently said, you know, I don't feel my age. I feel like I'm just your age. And my first thought was, well, you're not. <laughs> but she's like, and she's like, no, I, I don't feel, you know, I don't, I feel like I just did when I was 16. And I'm like, yeah, I'd hate to meet 16 year old you. Oh, <laughs> she must still be horny. Cause I bet Mother Poodle was, I have a feeling that Mother Poodle was a slut. Good for her. At, at her time. And so it just it just it was just passed right down to me. Mama Mar was a quote unquote good girl. I wish she would have done it more. Mm, maybe that's what she tells you. I think you have more of your father in you. <laughs> Y'all fuck who, around. Who, who likes massage therapists? <laughs> this is getting into a gray area. <laughs> um so you guys, the next thing is Madison uh Madison uh is hosting oh oh i know what i want to talk about uh everyone's getting ready um this kind of what is this word sun shining within oh oh they were talking about they're getting ready for the party and uh chef's like the sun's shining when it's raining gosh gosh and i was always taught that that was called the devil's beating his wife 
when I was growing okay. up, which is which is not a nice thing to say at all. But it was just uh, I remember my grandmother saying when the sun was shining when it's raining is that I don't know what that means. Maybe it's the woman's tears, the devil's tears. Probably. Yeah, it's a it's a but it's a. It's, I have heard that it's an expression. Yeah, that's what you hear. Weirdly enough, Clint Hahn. Joseph's Han older brother, the guy that is that guy has treehouse. Is it Han like H A W N? I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna spell their name okay. on the show. But <laughs> I'm just curious because I want to see it. They he told me that uh, that when it rains outside, it's sunshine, and there's gonna be a tornado. Okay, that's not true. Okay, it's not true. That was informative. Anyway, y'all. Um, so they are. So I think the thing that's important is Matt sitting talking to Vanita, and they're getting ready. And she tells her she's reading how people are start like the gossip cons are starting to say that Catherine's relationship with Caleb. Uh, Caleb Ravenel, who, if you forgot, is her new boyfriend, who's a black man, is kind of all fake, and the timing of it's all fake. It was and plotted. Doing, it's plotted gossip, just gossip for her to says. cover it up. And but Vanita is even trying to understand. Well, you know, you can't help who you love, and Mattis is like, really. And I think so. that's the problem a little bit with Vanita is that she's walking the line. <laughs> I kind of want her to be like, Bitch, I wish she'd be like, this is awful. And she was like, girl, that racist is just covering that shit up. Yeah, uh, but I, I just but want I someone think, to say that. And this is the thing. And just from from being from South Carolina, um. Because of the implicit racism in the culture, I think a lot of people of color have to watch what they say at such a level. Yeah. So people, so white people um, are- Won't be offended. Won't be offended, yeah. Yeah. So I I completely understand why she's acting that way, because otherwise she might be the angry black woman. I just, and and that- Everywhere, black women will yeah, get dubbed that. I totally understand why. I mean, Vanita, Vanita is 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 negotiating this culture right now. Yeah, and she's friends with them. So that's a problem, kind of on the show. They don't really have anybody crazy anymore who acts on it. Uh, uh, Leva is trying to stir shit, but it just feels so so fake. And uh, she's too smart and too successful, and you yeah. know she really doesn't give a shit. Whereas when Catherine went off, Catherine, this was, for Catherine, this was life or death. Yeah. To be right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Anyway. Um, so the party, you guys, uh, they all, first of all, they take so long for everyone to show up at this fucking party. It's like two people show up, then we talk about them for five minutes, then two other people show up. Uh, y'all, they're all coming to this fucking party. Catherine's not here yet. Kind of the big thing that I think is important to notice is that Craig tries to give Danny a hug, and Danny's having none of it. <laughs> none of it. Danny's like, I'm not ready. And Craig's been drinking for a while. I will say, Craig's got a tank top on, Woo! showing off his arms. Woo! I almost needed to excuse myself into an interior room watching yeah. Craig's body. He looked good. He, Y'all, Craig is a very hot specimen of a man. That's just it. He's It'd normally be better not if he type. did not talk. He is not my type. He's totally normally, my type. He's, oh yeah. yeah, but he is attractive. He's a little crinkly eyes. I don't think he's good in bed. I think I would need to teach him what to do. Who? <laughs> <laughs> just give him. You no. know what, Mm-mm. ladies, give me, give me just two nights with your husband. He will teach you everything. Um, <laughs> Except or maybe confuse, eating a vagina Or confuse them more <laughs> Confuse them more That's actually probably truer uh, uh-huh. um, I'll fuck up your husband's I brain mean, Can't you just see the next one Honey, um, so I really enjoyed the sex last night But when you um, When you told me to um, um, Choke you Until you felt something <laughs> Where did you get that from? Well, honey Uh Poodle said that's what women like. <laughs> um, no, we don't. Choke me until my eyes roll back in my head. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't think you'd be the best teacher. <laughs> Say, fuck me until I forget my father. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Remember that line, y'all? Yeah. Fuck me until I forget my father. 
Honey, why did you um when we had sex last night? I just <laughs> why did you um why did you start singing uh, the chorus from Company? I don't. I don't. Door every time says Company. Oh, oh, oh. Because uh, oh. that's what uh, Poodle said would uh, really turn you on. Really turn you on. Um, first it of all, I'm I'm not a Sondheim fan, and second of all, it doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, you know, don't take advice from me. <laughs> don't lend me your boyfriends. Uh, it's probably not a good idea. It's going to be great for me. It's going to be great not for Not really Poodle. for you. No. And it'll be great for them because I'll treat them really well. And by treat them really well, he'll use them and then leave them. <laughs> uh, what else? How else do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> so, Levick won't be quiet about the idea of... Let's hold Catherine accountable. She's talking to Shep right now. Yeah. And, and Shep, who usually Catherine's is Mr. Catherine's not even there. Shep is usually Mr. Accountability. And so Leva's trying to talk to him like, look, that, this is what you do. I disagree with that. I disagree with it, too. Because he, he's a shady fucker. He but never does this with women. He never. only does this with men. And he does not. He Look, a lot of people, to hold someone to accountable... And it, this isn't a negative word, so if you listen to this and you hear it only as negative, you might want to process that. Ooh, well, accountability is good. But to hold someone accountable, there has to be confrontation. Yeah. and You have to confront them, and it doesn't have to be negative. But it has to be Shep in a way— Shep's not confront. Even no. with the guys, he's not confrontational. He's very passive-aggressive. And when he is confrontational, it's usually when he's been drinking, and it's in a really angry, self-righteous way. Yes, he would never do that to a woman. No, that, never. That's the that's where that's the biggest misfire of this episode. Leva saying, "You know, you hold people accountable." No, he doesn't. Because they also, it, I'm not making excuse for the guys. Like the guys, totally give Catherine a pass. They coddle her totally. They, they totally coddle her, and they also are. They come from a culture where it's okay for women to treat other women like this as long as they're friends with us. But men can't, and it's um, they're just they probably feel like they're and they kind of like her for that because she's kind of a loose cannon. Yeah, she's not like other women. So because they're not fucking her, she can be their friend. When really the way to handle this, to be honest, is the way Patricia handled it. Yep. Agreed. To be like, bye. But they can't do that because they're all on reality TV. And then, But Leva won't let up. She's like talking to Shep, talking to all the other men. We have to talk to her. Blah, blah, blah. Well, because she also feels now a little, little like she got burned because she told Danny earlier, she's like, Catherine's making uh, you out that you're talking bad about her and making people hate her. She's making me out that I'm bullying her about trying to get her to talk about something she's never talked about and apologized and owned up to. And so it's like this mission that nobody believes. But this is where I call bullshit because Leva was like, well, Catherine's talking to me a lot about this whole like emoji gate thing. Then maybe you should have... Then she didn't you do that. Have at dealt first. with it then. She kind of listened. She's like, "Well, okay, Kath." And she said things like, "Catherine, you just need to fix it." And to Levin's defense, I think she thought if she tells somebody, "Hey, you need to fix this," Catherine, you're going to have to spell this shit out because her emotional intelligence, her emotional IQ, is not yeah. genius level. I, I I understand what you're saying. I'm just thinking that we we've seen. For a while, it seemed like Leva was the ally of Catherine. Yes. And, and she made either, herself out to be either that Either that was completely fake. Fake or, or edited wrong. Or edited incorrectly. Or this is fake. Or one one, one, of, one yeah. of the other is false. Yep. I smell bullshit. Exactly. Bullshit in the pen. Who's going to smell it again? Um, What was that? <laughs> I don't. That's a bullshit song. I smell bullshit, bullshit in the pen. Who is going to smell it again? Would you like it? No. <laughs> I was just questioning it. I, you know what I love? Is tomorrow around 10 a.m. I be, will be singing you're it. You're making No, later coffee. tonight. Not even, not even tomorrow. <laughs> It'll be going, tonight. As I'm sleeping. <laughs> as I am sleeping, I will be singing it. <laughs> 
so later on, uh, Madison gets there. So does Danny and Madison too of Gwen's, and uh, the all there's nothing really else that happens. Austin shows up. Shocker um, alert! Austin sees Madison. Madison freezes Austin. her out. Austin, this now I actually say this was actually kind of good because. Madison's face, whenever oh. Austin didn't pay attention to her, lost her mind. Was like somebody slapped her in the nose. Mm-hmm. She was just kind of sitting there, and then later she sees him. She's trying to recover, and because that's the thing with Madison, if you ever make her look stupid or weak, she'll she go will for your come throat. back for you like a viper. Then she finds him, and of course he brings his trop up, y'all, because but that's just con- contractually obligated to bring pop up. So then he kind of, he's sitting there, and she's like, what are you doing coming down here with this big dick energy? Because you know that's not true. Already saying shit Already. like that on camera, and it's just like... Come on, not classy. Not a class act there, Madison. It's it's like there are so many other things you could say yeah. than that. And Austin really... It's humiliating. Well, Austin really, again, he said, Madison, what is it like for you not to be the center of attention? This was the best burn of the show. That was the best burn of the show. Because yeah. it was real. Because, you guys, she does have to be the center of attention. Um, The only other thing I had to say was Leva is still talking about she did not appreciate Austin telling her to shut the fuck up. Yeah, and shut she's the fuck up, shut, shut the fuck up, up, shut the fuck up. up. It's Leva's talking to kind of all the guys, and she explains to Craig and all of them. It wasn't just about the emoji. It's that like she said to this woman, "Do you even know to this black woman? Do you even know who your father is?" So that's an attack yeah, on lineage. And so, and so she's and she said something else too. Um, something basically about uh, you're con- you're claiming minority privilege. Oh yeah, but Catherine it, said that this said woman that, was cl- cl- claiming some type of minority privilege. Didn't know there's such a thing as minority privilege. Uh, I think in Catherine's world there is, but I don't think which. Yeah, that's not real. Cut to Craig saying. Oh my god! I never heard anything like that because I just really looked at the pictures. I don't like to read the words, and I saw. I have a feeling everyone in this whole circle knew exactly what Catherine said. Craig is like, "This is bad," because I knew what she said. I knew what she said too. Yeah. (sighs) Anyway, let's hope see the second half of this finale is more. I hope there's a lot of fighting. It's gonna be. It fucking better be. This was. It's barf. It's barf. Y'all, that's, that's the show! The show. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know the drill. Go to realitygazepodcast.com. This is sweet tea. But that's where all of our, oh, you're that's right. our website. You're right. You're what right. What do you want them to go to? Fuckme.com? <laughs> Don't go to go realitygaze.com because that is gay porn. porn. That's porn, Tis y'all. gay porn. Tis gay porn. <laughs> You'll see a little Peter with a little butthole and it won't be smooth like Craigie's. It'll be furry with little eyes and that'll you know, eat you in the door. And you know the worst thing? It's not even good gay porn. Oh, it's horrible. You're not going to be taken to cocky boys. You're not going to be taken to Tim Tales. No, you're nothing. not going to be taken even to like nextdoor.com. No. There's a website called Gary's Fuck Shack. <laughs> you won't even get picklefinder.net. Jobs. <laughs> yeah. Picklefinder.net. No, you're going to get like it's like a gateway to other porn sites. The guy who owns that uh uh porn site is still in a sling. He's still getting fucked from New Year's it's Day. It's true. The main... he has not listened to us trying to buy that site from him. He's not. He is not at all. We've tried. <laughs> There's even a banner at the top, like their biggest hit is called No Kissing Allowed, and it's just two guys <laughs> touching each other. <laughs> okay, we gotta I think, go. I think that was my 19th year. <laughs> I think that was my 19th year, too. Y'all, so, you know the drill. Go to the website. You can, if you want your Civil War cameo, come at Poodle at oh, Jake God. It or Fake It. I just put up the wig for a couple days. Um, you can come at me at the Matt Mar 2 teeth 2 It's on your cameo. Get your Valentine's Day cameos. They're coming up. Um, oh. Y'all, our I'm merch gonna, store, too. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm going to do special. I'm going to do good Valentine's cameos. If you're alone on Valentine's Day or you're single on Valentine's Day, Come at me. I will make it something special He will for make you. you feel loved while keeping his no, clothes on. No, I don't on. know if I'm going to make you feel loved. I'm going to do something <laughs> special for you, though. Good. Um, y'all, the merch store, if you're listening to this, it's been on sale since Wednesday. Sale. So, I said sale. S-E- you said like, you say sale like it's S-E-L-L. Been on sale. It's 
Went on sale. There you go. So anyway, y'all, that's from <laughs> Wednesday until I believe Sunday night. Isn't it? I hate the way you talk. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I gotta tell you, <laughs> he's gonna have a lifetime of listening to it. <laughs> it gets on my last fucking nerve. <laughs> I wish I could mold every word that came out of your mouth into a Maybe you should work on that perfectionist thing. <laughs> That's a read. And That's it's a fair. Read. It's fair. So, y'all, um, get all your merch. It's on sale right now. So, I think that's about it. So, Poodle, we got anything else to say? No. Y'all, we appreciate you. We'll see you next time. And remember, y'all, y'all come, come back, back now. now. Yeah. yeah. Well, now it's time to say goodbye to Poodle and to Matt. And they would like to thank you folks for listening to their chat. You're all invited back next week, but please, before we're through, just mosey down to iTunes and leave us a review. Poodle, you and reviews, you're shameless. That's what they call me in college. Y'all come come back back now, now, you hear? hear?